Hi, this is Deb McBride, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. It is a beautiful day in Costa Rica from where I am broadcasting, and it is Sunday, May 16th, 2021. I hope you are all doing very well. So, this has been it's been an interesting week and then it's going to get very busy the rest of this month. So I'm going to start with something a little different um, because it was earlier in the week and, and not so much like right now or yesterday. Um, let's think back a little bit. So when uh, the week started, you know, we had a new moon on Tuesday, the 11th. And I thought that, you know, people were saying, oh, this is a heavy energy. And it was because, you know, Taurus is a heavier sign. It's, it's, it's a sign of, you know, stability and, and it's a kind of a thick sign. You know, it's a very stable, fixed, strong sign. You know, when you think of the bull, you think of it as, you know, a, a very stable strong animal. Okay. So I thought this is, you know, Taurus is naturally kind of a heavier, stronger energy. And so that's why it feels heavy. And that was true to some degree, but when it continued to feel that way in Wednesday and all, I'm like, "Mm, there's something, there's something else going on. Because first of all, physically, I felt exhausted and in an enormous amount of pain and not like oh my God, I have a toothache kind of pain, you know, and this is awful. I don't get toothaches. But um, one of the things that I noticed is I had body aches. And I thought, well, this is weird. (laughs) Um, Why do I have body aches? And then I kept thinking, well, the energy's heavy. It's Taurus. It's fixed. It's it's challenging some things in my Aquarius houses. And maybe that's what this is. But it was so physical. And it felt so strongly uh, achy and heavy and, like, exhausting. And I forced myself to get up and walk and exercise and all. But what I found out on Wednesday, because I don't necessarily look at these things, but I'm going to start looking at these things more, is that we were having major uh, geomagnetic energy storms. And there were solar flares that were causing these geomagnetic storms. And then when I found this out from someone, it was all over the internet and not in like conspiracy sites. It was in like the weather pattern sites and news sites. And I'm like, oh my God, I completely missed this one. And I realized that what I was feeling and you know, I left, I made an Instagram video the other day and I said, are you exhausted? Cause I'm exhausted. And that was exactly how I felt. I was exhausted and achy and, you know, I took things for, you know, you know, like normal aspirins and stuff, but it, and those helped, but I, I can't say that I could pinpoint what, like I thought, am I getting chronic fatigue syndrome or something? What's the matter? Um, but when I realized what it was, I was like, I was relieved, first of all. I was still achy, <laughs> but I was relieved. So then I did a clearing on myself, and I do that. I have tools to do, like emotional clearings. And I just cleared 
my space. I cleared the spa my space, me, the space around me, my quantum fields. And when I did that, I was, I felt much better. It just released all the energy because it was kind of bottled up. And after I was able to start to function normally again, but then Jupiter moved into Pisces on Thursday and that sort of lightened up the energy, though I know that the storms were continuing. But I just want to say those things affect us. We are, or at least I feel them, I'm sensitive because it's the nature of what I do and being a sensitive person is why I'm good at what I do and I can pick up on things for people. And I I love what I do, but also there there are sometimes a cost to what I what I do that I am really sensitive and I pick up on very sensitive subtle energies and so when I felt um this you know stuff the other day I thought it was just me and then other people were saying oh I feel like this and I'm like ah oh, that's what it is and so I hope that if any of you felt this you didn't um think that something was very wrong with yourself that you were able to um, figure out that something was going on that was bigger than, you know, our little world and that hopefully it, you got over it quickly too. Um, maybe you didn't feel this. Maybe you, you just didn't, you didn't notice it the way I did, but I am particularly sensitive to this kind of energy. So, um, moving right along, that was earlier in the week. Now we are moving into a place where, um, the sun is getting ready to leave Taurus. You know, it had the new moon in Taurus and it's getting ready to leave Taurus and go into Gemini, which will happen Thursday afternoon and in this region of the world. And, you know, the sun goes into Gemini and it's, it starts to feel this lighter, spunkier kind of energy, like a little more cheeky and a little more um, playful and smarter, wittier, um, funnier. So this was one of the things that was happening when we were, what is, what's happening this week. Now we were having number of planets. Mercury has been in Gemini. It rules Gemini. Venus is in Gemini. Um, the North nodes in Gemini. So there's three things in Gemini. And now this week, the sun is going into Gemini. So here we are again with another stellium and we've been having, we've been going through this. We have, like I've said before, a hundred times cluster in Capricorn all last year, then a cluster in Aquarius, then a cluster in Pisces, and then a cluster in Aries, and then a cluster in Taurus. And every sign has had its cluster of things. And right now we're going to get one in Gemini. So there'll be three planets in the North node in Gemini. And when the sun goes into the sign the north node is in it becomes ta-da eclipse period so or the south node it could go into the sign that the south node is in but it is going into the sign that the north node is in and so when we had the new moon last week like i said and like you heard me say um this was not a normal new moon. It was the opening of the eclipse period. And that too kind of made me feel like, well, maybe it's the eclipses. I'm already feeling them. Could it be? But it was the solar flares. Anyway, um, we are now entering this Gemini period for things in Gemini, four heavenly bodies in Gemini, a north node and three planets. And the eclipse occurs 
It's a Sagittarius full moon. It is a south node lunar eclipse. It's a total lunar eclipse at the south node with the moon at the south node in Sagittarius. Um, at tw uh, 20, oh, no, no, I'm sorry, it's five degrees. It's on the 26th. So it's five degrees of Sagittarius where it falls, and the sun will be at five degrees, Gemini. And this is, you know, where we're headed, but we're not there yet because other things are going to start happening. And some of the things that are happening have a, a, a great significance, and we are entering a, a very intense time. So, yeah, okay, so now, first of all, three planets in Gemini. That's a lot of mental energy, lots of talking, lots of chatty, lots of, lots of mental energy flying. And then we have um, Saturn going retrograde on Sunday of next week. So the 23rd, which is a week from today, is going to be um, the day when Saturn turns retrograde. It'll be retrograde for about four or five months. And it is retrograde in Aquarius. And it's it will be retrograde in Aquarius. And so this is one of the first things that's happening. Um, Saturn is currently at 13 Aquarius, and it's not going to move much off 13. So if you have something at 13 Aquarius, 13 Leo, 13 Scorpio, or 13 Taurus, you are going to experience this uh, Saturn retrograde very strongly. And, you know, if you ha we're all going to feel it anyway. If you're an Aquarius like me, then you are going to probably feel this. And I already feel it to a time of internal work and things that I'm taking a step back to look at again. So for me, it's my work and, and stuff and how I present myself to the world and, you know, some of the projects I'm working on and, and how are the things I'm doing working and what I need to change and what do I need to offer next and that kind of stuff. So if you're an Aquarius, it's probably got a lot to do with your work and, and who you are in the world. And depending on where Aquarius falls in your chart and where it does Aquarius fall in your chart, Saturn is lighting up that area and Saturn is, you know, moving in, is going to start moving in a backwards motion from our perspective on the earth. Now, Jupiter in Pisces is really good. So I mentioned that last week and I said it was a restoration of hope and I feel like, yes, it's been a really good thing. Like you're starting to see things in the paper. People are hugging again. People are kissing again. People are, people are getting vaccinated and they can't, they don't need to wear masks. The mask rules are changing. So, you know, there's freedom. There's freedom. Jupiter is not going to stay in Pisces. Jupiter is staying in Pisces till the 29th of July, and then it goes back into Aquarius, and it enters Pisces again on the 28th of December of this year, later this year, and it'll be in there all next year. So Jupiter in Pisces is very good. Jupiter likes to be in Pisces. Um, Saturn kind of likes to be in Aquarius because before there was Uranus, Saturn ruled Aquarius and Jupiter ruled Pisces before there was a Neptune. So here we are with these old ancient traditional rulers of these signs. And so there's a lot of power in this, in the sky. And so when Saturn retrogrades, it's one of the first things that's going to happen in this lineup of things that's going to happen next week. So not in this coming week, but the week after. So 
one of the first things that is happening, well, Saturn is going to go retrograde, but Saturn is, you know, the planet of responsibility and duty and discipline and, and, you know, hard work and all that, but it's very material world, but it's an Aquarius, which is, you know, quantum energy and, you know, things that are not always of this earth and synchronicities and electricity and, and energy and vibration. And so Saturn is going to help us take a step back and look at those things, maybe from a, a different vantage point, a different viewpoint. The other thing that's going to happen is that Mercury, which is ruling Gemini, is going to reach a point where it squares Neptune on Saturday, the 22nd. And that's important for lots of reasons. First of all, um, as you have heard me say, as and as I will say again, is Mercury's going retrograde a week later on the 29th. And Mercury is already in its shadow. So it entered 16 degrees on Friday. Um, and what we call the shadow is this, is this is the retro shade, as they call it. <laughs> and I have a couple retro shade lamps or lamp shades, you know. But um, no, really. Um, retro shade means we are in the place now where Mercury is going to visit again and again. So here we are, it's gonna, it's going from 16 degrees uh, uh, Gemini, oof, Gemini to 24 degrees Gemini. It will turn around at 24 degrees Gemini. It's gonna go retrograde, retrograde, retrograde for more than three weeks. So this is a long retrograde in its own sign. And then it's gonna stop and go direct at 16 degrees of Gemini, which is where it is now. Now, that retrograde station direct is going to be the 22nd of June. So then it will stay in Gemini until the 11th of July, and then it will eventually go into Cancer. But what it's doing is it's going to square Neptune on Saturday. And since it's going to retrograde, it's going to square Neptune three times. Okay, so this is very, very important. Mercury is the, in a the very clear sign of Gemini. Mercury is the ruler of Gemini. Mercury is squaring Neptune in Pisces, which is the ruler of Pisces. So this is very interesting. These two planets that are in their own rulership are ruling the heavens, and they're going to duke it out three times. And so a square is a challenging aspect. So what, do, what does this look like? What do these things mean? This means that Mercury, the planet that gives us information, is giving us confusing information. And we are now needing some clarity, okay? So there's confusion about, you know, people still are confused about what's going to happen. We're still living in the unknown. Even though there's all these, like, hopeful signs, there are still lots of things to be dealt with. And so... What else in your life? Where do you have Gemini? And where do you have Pisces? And wherever that is, there's some information that may not be clear to you right now, or maybe, and I encourage this, maybe you need to do some intuitive work. Maybe you need to sit down, tune in, and discover what messages you have intuitively coming to you and what messages about your life are important. Where's Gemini for you? Do you know your chart? Um, you know, for me, it's the 10th house. Um, for me, Neptune is the 
uh, it's in the eighth house. So, you know, um, it's like at the end of the seventh going into the eighth for me. So it's at the end of the 10th going into the 11th for me with, with Mercury. So that's an example. I'll use myself as an example. You, it, it's Mercury square Neptune. And Neptune is the planet of visions and intuition and psychic work and illusion. So are you being fooled? What is your intuition saying? Are you being true to yourself and what information do you have that is accurate and correct as opposed to information you have that is fooling you and is incorrect, okay? So this is really important. Why? Three times. Okay, so now number one time comes Saturday, June 22nd. This is when both planets are direct, okay? Um, so here we are. This is... You know, Mercury is direct, and then it's going to go retrograde on the 29th, and then it's going to go direct, um, not until the 22nd of June. So that means that we are experiencing another square in that in-between space when it's retrograde. That means on the 5th of June, Mercury will once again square Neptune. So that's where maybe some truth comes out. Was I being deluded? Am I, uh, you know, uh, delusional? Where is the illusion here? Where am I not seeing the truth? What fantasy do I have that is not coming true? <laughs> what dream do I have that I need to make come true? There you go. Um, and so that first one will occur. And then the second one is the fifth, you know, so then we're getting, you know, May 22nd, which is next Saturday. Then we're getting Saturday the 5th. And then the next time it goes into that square with Neptune, it will be July 6th. So it's July 6th, and that's a Tuesday. And so what that's showing us is that until July 6th, from this coming next Saturday... To July 6th, we've got a story. We've got a story going on. And what's the story telling us? It's a Mercury story. So there's information. There's intellect. There's two ideas, maybe. There's a balance of, like, trying to navigate between what's true, what's false, what's right, what's not clear, what is correct, what is incorrect. Um... Where are you lacking clarity? And there you pause, you take your step back during that retrograde, and in early June when Mercury and Neptune meet up again in square, you're, you should be digging for the truth. These are, these are truth-oriented things, okay? Mercury retrograde brings out the truth. Neptune, Neptune is something where Neptune, it, it can shield us from the truth. Or we think we know the truth and we don't. And so this is something that is going to be very interesting. So because you're, you, we don't know the truth in a lot of things in our lives. And, you know, that can go at any time, at any point, in any year of your life. Um, doesn't have to be now with the way things are going. But one of the things that's so important, both planets are going to be direct, Neither one will be retrograde during that first square 
coming next Saturday. The second time, Mercury will be retrograde and Neptune will not be retrograde. Neptune will be direct. The third time, Neptune will be retrograde and Mercury will be direct. So we've got some very heavy energy to be dealing with here. We have to, we have to look at things critically, respectfully, focus in on this. Use your intuition. Go into alignment. Go take a step back, deep breath. Go in and listen because you might hear something the first time and it's and then the second time you hear it differently and the third time you hear it differently again. One of those times is the truth. Which one is it? Are they are you hearing the truth each and every time? Is it a layer of truth that is revealed to you over and over again? Like, oh, the first layer gets peeled off. Okay, I get it. Second layer peeled off. Ah, okay, I get it. The third layer, hmm, peeled off. Now I really get it. What's going on? Twice there will be retrograde planets. The first time there's no retrograde, but it's the first time. So are we clear the very first time? Do we think we're clear the very first time? Probably not, because there's a lesson in this. There's a story where we have this aspect happen three times. So I advise you to please pay attention, do some journaling, do some meditation. Deb, you sound like a broken record. Um, do some meditation and really dig in deep and get a sense of what is important about this. What message are you getting? And where are you deeply, deeply transforming your thoughts? Because, you know, the, the three outer planets are transformative, Pluto being the most transformative, but Neptune transforms in a different level. Remember, I always say, it's like beach erosion, right? The water comes up, the tide comes up, it goes back out, it goes back in, it comes back out, it comes back in. And how does that work for us? Does it show us that we are getting um, a complete picture the first time around? Or are we not getting a complete picture the first time around? Um, it's confusing, to say the least. And so I want everyone to be very clear. I want everyone to not feel like they are losing the thread, okay? I want people to understand that some of the things that are coming up are going to get a little confusing. Now, Mercury goes retrograde, okay? And by the time we meet next, it won't be retrograde, but the but in between the week next week and the week after, it will be retrograde. When we meet next Sunday, Saturn will be retrograde. So okay, so there's first there's the Neptune, the Mercury Neptune square. Next day, Saturn goes retrograde. So that's a good time to start questioning things, right? Then ne Mercury um keeps moving and slowing down and it starts to station but we have an eclipse on the 26th so there's mercury square neptune 22nd saturn retrograde 23rd 26th we have that eclipse energy is getting stirred up okay eclipses always bring things to the table what does Mercury and Neptune and Saturn retrograde have to do with the eclipse? A lot. That means that something is getting stirred up for you and it's going to come out on the eclipse. Where are the channels of information coming from? Eclipses are all Gemini Sagittarius. What's the truth? What isn't? Where do we have, where do we have like this line 
between the truth and not the truth. And what can we take as our own word? And very important, be very clear with yourself what is your idea and your word as opposed to taking somebody else's word for granted. Oh, yeah, they, they know what they're talking about instead of forming your own opinion, okay? And forming your own opinion is going to be very important during the eclipse. And But this is a lot of planetary aspect energy during the eclipse period. The first eclipse is the 26th. The second eclipse occurs in June on the 10th. But that second Mercury-Neptune occurs in between on the 5th. So this, this is tied right into the eclipse period. And then Mercury conjuncts Venus on the 28th. And they have a conversation about relationships and money and people in your life and your social circle. And then the 29th comes and Mercury goes retrograde. So Mercury and Venus, I've said before, get that conversation rolling. And she goes on and says, bye, Mercury, see you later. Moves off that point. Mercury stays there. Mercury is squaring Neptune. And Mercury is then meeting up with Venus. Okay? And so this is something really, really important. Okay? Um, one of the things that's so interesting about this is that we in the middle of all of this there's these eclipses so eclipses and mercury retrograde this is something really you know very powerful and it is a time for connecting with you know ideas and your vision and the vision beyond the vision and what is your experience of um, relationships with people. Now, if, remember, remember in algebra and geometry, you had if A plus B, you know, if A equals C and B equals C, then A equals B <laughs> and equals C, you know, um, if A equals C and B equals C, well, then A and B are equal to each other. So that, why am I bringing this up? Because if Mercury is going to square Neptune and then Mercury and Venus are going to meet up, guess what? Venus is going to square Neptune. Now that's not happening this week. It's happening next week. So she's going to do that the day after the eclipse. So when the eclipse is in full force, Venus is going to be getting ready to square Neptune. So relationships, 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 money, money, money. Thoughts, ideas, connections, conversations, communication. Communicate about your relationships. Very important to communicate about your relationships. If somebody and you are needing to communicate and there's confusion around your communication, well, hey, you guys have to sit down and figure that out. Maybe there isn't communication confusion. Maybe there's psychic communication between the two of you. That could very well be the case where you're psychically communicating with someone and you don't necessarily realize that you're doing it in your sleep, you're doing it in your day, and just pay attention to your communications and to your relationships. Things are a little fuzzy with Neptune and then there's eclipses. So stuff gets raked up, comes to the table, gets very, very um, 
you know, emotional when we have eclipses. Venus will only square Neptune once, and it's the day after the eclipse on, on the 27th. So, okay, but I'm giving you a lot of information. Between now and the next time we meet, all we have to know is that Mercury's slowing down, and it's going to square Neptune. The sun is going into Gemini this week. That's going to be three heavenly bodies and a north node in Gemini. And Saturn is going retrograde on the 23rd. Okay? That's next Sunday. So three things. Sun changes signs, as it does every year this time. Mercury squares Neptune. Get clear on your communication. Find out what it is you're going to be communicating about over these next weeks. And understand the story and the first chapter of the story. And then Saturn takes a step back and about, you know, duty, responsibility, you know, and confronting our fears and anxieties because that's what Saturn does. It helps us confront our fears and anxieties wherever our Aquarius house is, okay? What is this about? Okay, figure that out for yourself. Um, I'm going to be here to guide you, and if you need more help, you can certainly contact me um, at, you know, infowiththegoldenastrologer.com. And otherwise, you know, what we've got going is some very interesting information um, becoming in, you know, coming towards us. So maybe you've been waiting for information. Maybe you have been working with information. Maybe we're going to hear announcements. Maybe you're going to hear from someone out of the blue that you haven't heard from in a long time. So this is, this is quite an, an interesting and intriguing time. I'd love to hear everybody's stories. You can contact me, again, info at thegoldenastrologer.com. You can contact me, Instagram, thegoldenastrologer. Um, you can write me an email. You can write me a, a message on Instagram. And um, you can book a session with me. You know, you can go to thegoldenastrologer.com, book online. I'm going to have to write about all of this <laughs> in a blog. I'll let you know when it's up. It's, it's a lot of information. But let's just focus on right now. Pay attention to communication. Pay attention to your insights and in, in your intuition. Pay attention. Tomorrow, Monday, the sun trines Pluto, which is very powerful and good. This is good. The sun is still at the end of Taurus. We're not in Gemini yet. We'll get there later this week on Thursday. But sun trine Tor Pluto, Taurus trine Capricorn, very good. We like this. Okay. Right now, the moon's in Cancer. Tomorrow, it goes into Leo in early morning. Stays in Leo. And then until the 19th, which is Wednesday, and then it goes into Virgo. So it's void for a couple of hours on the, in the afternoon on the 19th. And then it's going into Virgo. And then it stays in Virgo for a few days. And then it goes into Libra on Friday the 21st. And it's void for like six hours on Friday. So, okay, pay attention to that. Like it's afternoon into evening. And one of the things that's so important um, is that we are getting revved up. We are now, we are in that eclipse period, okay? So if you feel yourself getting emotional, um... I would say it's important to pay attention to your emotions and pay attention to what your, um, you know, the static that might be happening around your emotions 
and what you are clear about and what you're not clear about. Make a list about what you're, what, what you're not clear about. Um, your thinking process needs to maybe be adjusted a little bit. Don't expect anything. Don't take anything for granted. Tune in and listen and write down your findings and get tuned in to like whatever the next layer of, of your journey is. Okay. And that's about it. But I think that's quite enough. Don't you um, <laughs> pay attention to Mercury, pay attention to your insights and intuitions, listen to yourself, align with yourself. Okay. I thank you and love you all much, much gratitude, peace, and love to all of you this week. As you go through these retrograde, uh, stations and Mercury with Saturn and then you know, Mercury squaring Neptune. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Gratitude for listening. Um, and please contact me if you need to. Um, I mentioned last week that we're going to be having a retreat in Costa Rica. If you're interested and you want more information, just drop me a line and I wish you a beautiful week ahead and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.